0: Well, time stands still when I speak to Arman Malik. It just takes me back to to his debut, which I emceed. I compared his his album launch and look where he is now today—a global superstar. Incredibly proud of you. Most important question before we start on the work, man. I hope you're safe and healthy. Family safe and healthy. Your fans would like to know that.
1: Yes, we are all all safe and healthy, and uh, we're currently at home, obviously all all uh, huddled up in the cave, uh, like you rightly said. Uh, but yeah, we're just hoping that all of this gets better and we can just get back to normal life. I was really enjoying this mid-period in between the two lockdowns. This does, this is not a lockdown, but it seems like one already. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're all just being healthy and safe right now. And uh, yeah, I just hope things get better and I can meet you in the studio and not just this Zoom conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. To me, you, pardon my saying, this is the finest Arman Malik English track as yet. I mean, no, wow. disrespect to, no disrespect to the others, no disrespect to control and why, and even your collaboration with The Great Kashmir, which is uh, Echo. But yeah. this one is just very, very personal, and it's it's quite intense in that aspect. Uh, and I noticed from the credits that it's one of your usual songwriting collaborators, which is Natanya Lalwani. Yes. So take me to the genesis of the song. When did it first start? When did you start thinking of the songwriting, the tune, everything?
1: It's funny that the journey of You began actually at about the same time as when Control released. It's been two years since You has been ready and in my phone, <laughs> waiting for it to see uh, the light of day. And finally, it's released now. I think it's, it's you know, I've, when I, re- I got a germ of an idea from Natanya and Jack, who... Uh, wrote this song and they sent over the idea the rough idea to me and i was like blown away when i heard it i was like dude this is such an amazing such an amazing song and obviously we built it uh, over the next few weeks and uh, i added my chap on it my dna on it uh, as i always do with all my records uh, i always I always make sure there's a there's there's a piece of me in it Uh, you know be it lyrically or be it musically Uh, I I did uh, a little bit of the production on the song as well and uh, it's just overall I think it's a very very personal song like you said Um, It's there's not much happening production wise it's it's this guitar riff and uh, only towards the end there's the strings flourish that happens and elevates that last chorus but otherwise it's pretty much vocal led and I wanted um, uh, the voice and the lyrics to get all the prominence. You know, sometimes uh, when you create a song and you remove, peel off all the layers and just go to the basics, it just, uh, uh, you know, it, it elevates the song to another level. I remember reading this somewhere when John Mayer had uh, put put up a story and he, um, he said, don't focus on the beats, don't focus on the chords, get the song right. Nothing else matters. Everything else falls into place. A lot of people start the songwriting process with a beat and laying the whole thing down. But... I think it's getting the song right getting right deep into the into the lyrics and the storytelling and what what is it that you're trying to say and uh, I think we're trying to say something really beautiful here and with using v- very minimal very simple uh you know heart touching lyrics Natanya is amazing at what she does I've been collaborating with her on almost all my all my songs so far have always had her as a co-writer on the songs and uh, I think we just you know some artists and some writers have that, uh, you know, synergy together. And I think both of us have that, we have that connection. We just know what, what will work for, for me. as as an artist and I think it's just been such an amazing journey creating these songs. It's so liberating as an artist to put out a song like you into the world because I've waited for a time when I I remember talking to you about this as well and we've had multiple chats about how you know singing Bollywood songs is great because you're going out there and doing your thing as a playback singer but birthing a song into the world that you've written yourself and uh, you've had so much to do with the song and conceptualizing the song and then seeing it to the finish line and then people just making it a massive, a massive song. I think that journey is just beautiful. And I'm seeing that now with my English songs and I couldn't be more thankful and grateful.
0: You know, I've tried over the sands of time never to be judgmental of singer-songwriters. Uh, what you can think of as an artist's stamp or a signature, the artists themselves might have evolved and want to change that. I mean, I'll give you a classic example of you. Given that I had the baggage of control and echo and why, I turned around and said, where's the drop? <laughs> where's yeah, the big chorus? Where's the drop? Oh, made, where's the harmony? harmony? Yeah, the harmony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going, when is it going to come? There's that. And then I sat through the whole song and I said, wow this is different. I mean, there was a flourish at the end. yeah. And then I went back to listening to it and I'm, I've just been listening to it all the time. It's on my playlist. It's it's right there. It's on loop. And I realized that's why I said, you know, this is this is very heartfelt because it kind of, it sinks into you. It It's something that, you know, like they say about a Raman song, you know, yeah. you've got to keep listening to it. And at the other end of the spectrum, why I talk about judgmentalism Ed Sheeran, whose music is to be a lot stripped down, has just gone public saying that he wanted to make a dance record, a dance pop record. And you see his latest album, despite the feeling in this and that, he's gone the other extreme, which is, you know, he's made a dance pop album. Correct. And even that is beautiful. I mean, who are we to judge an artist when he says, I'm ready for the next stage of my career? Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about my experience of the song, which is is absolutely fabulous. Are you going to also do like you do with a few of your other songs, uh, like you did with Control? Do a further stripped down version with control. There was scope for doing a stripped down. This one is already stripped down. I don't know yeah. what you're going to do with it. Are you going to get a law stories kind of collaboration? I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking of multiple things right now. I'm uh, I have uh, some ideas. I have already uh, you know cooked up a really cool live version of it. Uh, which uh, live performance version which I might be putting up soon and uh, I, I think uh, I'm just going to play it the way it is uh, I, I'm not going to strip it down further because it doesn't have any more clothes <laughs> it's it is perfect the way it is and uh, I, I think maybe in the future uh, probably a few months down the line maybe a chill remix of it or, or some, some something that probably uh, you know helps it uh, uh, Enter into a different space altogether where different listeners can relate to the song. But as of now, I think it's really, really in its own world, and I love for it to be in that world. It's got a very warm, fuzzy, you know, a hoodie on a, uh, on a chill winter day kind of feel to it. And I, I love, I love that. And I've, um, you know, it's, it's so cool that you spoke about Ed Sheeran and gave that reference. A lot of people, you know, asked me that, you know, control and then you, like, you know what how how does how does that fit into one person and one artist artistry so i i mean my my basic reply to that is that i don't think i want to chain myself or box myself up as an artist and i i know that i am capable of just singing a song with four chords or doing like a really cool pop record with amazing beats and drops and stuff like that so i have both those on my spectrums and i it just depends on what i'm feeling in the moment and i felt like going raw and bare with this song so that's that's what i felt in this time when i put that song out so i think it's it's so it, it is wrong to judge uh, an artist with what they put out and uh you know it it if you if you box them up you're just gonna hear the same thing again and again which is why I've, i'm so happy that uh you know uh, ed sheeran also did something so cool with bad habit it was just like him stepping out of uh, his uh you know bedroom i would say and just being like hey I'm here and I think he did that with even Shape of You long back it was uh, even though it was guitar led but it had a it it was a club hit and uh, not many people expected the singer of uh, you know A team and perfect to kind of do something like that so I feel like it's it's good to surprise fans listeners in this way and you never know I mean this the um, I've 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 done varied genres in my English music so far. You know a lot of people say I'm I'm finding my sound yet. I'm 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 like yeah. finding what I am as an artist. Maybe some artists don't have a sound. They <laughs> some artists want to create songs which are are uh, you know forever uh, kind of songs and I think that's probably the kind of artist I am. I can't I can't limit myself okay these are the elements that I'm going to use in my music and I'm not going to get out of this that's not me that's just not me
0: sure um, i mean I'm, I'm i'm even visualizing that if you like a very hip-hop kind of beat i'm sure you'd flow with it tomorrow. i would
1: totally do something like that i mean there have been so many r&b artists in, in in uh in the west that have done some really soulful records with with like a proper uh hip-hop beat happening and uh i mean the I, I just feel like creativity shouldn't be boxed and especially sure. for an artist like me given that I sing in different languages and anyway in Bollywood we sing across genres it's it's not that, you know, I'm asked on, of course, I have a track record for singing romantic songs in Bollywood. But today, if a composer asks me to sing a dance number, you know, a mawali type song, I have to be able to give, you know, give my best to that and be and perform. And that I think has stayed with me that kind of responsiveness and that kind of I would say recently I just saw um, I saw something that Apple Music wrote about you Uh, the chameleon comes out again with a different voice about me Nice. (laughs) so I'm like you know I, I think the reason that I am able to dabble into different genres and spaces is probably because of my Bollywood training because they expect you to perform and sing any type of song if you're a good singer you're supposed to sing whatever is thrown at you and i think that's the kind of artist i am i'm i'm open to exploring different kinds of sounds if you ask me what's my favorite genre i would say edm and that's that's something that makes me tick that makes me you know really really happy so many people have asked me what's the song that's making you happy right now and i'm like it's a edm banger i love drops i love edm songs it's just the person i am but yet at the same time, I'm also the you person. So, yeah.
0: Lovely. I see Webhav Pani uh, of the Yellow Diary, formerly of the Yellow Diary, yes. has also come yeah. in and done some arrangements. He's a good bloke. And, uh, he's, he's really really Amal, and you, Amal and you work quite a lot with him, don't you? So,
1: Amal and I have worked with Webhav on a couple of projects uh, in the last few months. And uh, I've gotten to know the guy so much more. You know, and obviously, I know him through Yellow Diary as well. But uh, he's been doing some amazing production work for us on the Bollywood front and also on independent songs and um i kind of pulled him in for this uh for this song and i wanted him to just add a few amazing layers and he did a little bit of the string and orchestration work towards the end flourish uh and uh overall he's added some really cool small little pizzicato stuff that has really like just, it just stands out you know so I, I kudos to him i think he's he's a great talent out of india and uh i love i love you know working with uh, you know, varied producers and and Webber is really talented and working on a couple of projects with him.
0: Awesome. Well, you know, artists and their creativity... And their output always resonates in a very personal way with their fans. And I'm I'm a fan of yours. Your music resonates in very personal ways with me. Let me tell you about Paris. <laughs> and when I when I heard you, I I, you know, I wished I I wish I had it at that phase of my life, but then it had to come in this phase of my life, but it brought back some wonderful memories. So I'd been seeing my wife and dating my wife very seriously for a while. At that time she was not my wife, she was my girlfriend. Okay. And ultimately she said, you know, are we gonna get married or not? And I was like, Whoa, that's a big question you know, for a young guy in his late 20s, 20s, early 30s. And I just packed my bags and I left for France (laughs) alone. Now, you could argue it's the most romantic city in the world and you went alone. So I went to Paris. I spent a lot of time there, then Nice and Givigny and, uh, uh, you know, Lyon, all these places, just a beautiful country. country. And i was literally backpacking alone through the country and i came back and married her <laughs> and she asked me she says how did this happen because i was like this guy's gone off alone you know my boyfriend's gone back alone i don't know what he's going to come back and say i, have and a french I must have girlfriend been that trip now. <laughs> huh? Huh? sorry he <laughs> would come back and
1: say i have a french girlfriend now sorry
0: <laughs> and i must have called her like twice in that entire trip and you know but i just came back and i ended up marrying her i mean because i, I thought about a lot of things i cleared my head and things like that and and france is like that isn't it I mean, I mean, have you been before? Is this your first time, your second Um, time, your 10th time? I don't know.
1: I actually went uh, before uh, the shoot. Um, I, I went once just, just to have a vacation. Actually, recently in this this year, or this past year, 2021, I went to South of France. I also spent a lot of time in Paris and it was just one of the most magical trips of my life. I think France is beautiful and a lot of people, uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying like, don't go, don't go to France there. You know, the people there are just like, you know, they're very averse to speaking in English and there's that and I heard a lot of chatter about France and Paris but dude I really had the best time ever the people are amazing and I just uh, it's just so much beauty to take in and and uh, you know um I just breathed breathed a lot of oxygen and came back. <laughs> there was so much fresh air there. It, it's beautiful. I, I love the place. It, it did ignite a little bit of the art in me uh, because I saw art all around me. It's, it's a very artistic city. There's, there's, you know, in the way that they have, uh, you know, there's houseman architecture there uh, all over the place. There's uh um, I'm I'm that kind of person I get just taken in with everything that You go to happened.
0: Montmartre on the hill where they were all sitting and making canvases and painting.
1: I haven't been there. I yeah. haven't.
0: There. So Montmartre is is really the art district. It's actually on a little hill. You know, if you go to, uh, to Notre Dame and you climb up, uh, you see there are just people painting on the roads, you know, artists just painting and, you know, doing their canvases on the roads. But you're right. I mean, it's it's an incredibly artistic kind of city and the River Seine looks very different in the night and the day. It's like the Banaras Aarti in the night and Banaras in the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it lends itself to to filming so beautifully. And yeah. you guys have done that. You've caught the Eiffel Tower in the night. Yeah. Yeah. You have the River Seine where you and this lovely lady are walking in the daytime. And you know right. there are evening shots and things like that. So I'd like so to you say that you've no made clue. use of Paris. No
1: clue how we shot the video. I went. So the second time I went to France was for a show in Paris. It was a private show. And I was like, dude, I'm back again in, in, in Paris. I might as well make the most out of it. I have a beautiful love record. Why not do a song uh, music video here? And uh, I spoke to my label and I was like, can you guys hook up a team and can we shoot a video here? And within 48 hours, we hooked up a team, a French team. I had no clue what was being spoken on set. (laughs) I'm like clueless. I'm just following the director's instructions. And we came up with a beautiful video in just 48 hours. I mean, we planned everything for a day and we shot the whole thing in a day. Uh, we shifted like five locations. There's a how in like inter, like a bedroom house uh, situation that's happening. then there's a um, uh, the Eiffel Tower thing that happened at night. and uh, in the day we were on this bridge which is overlooking the sign. Um, I think it's it's just be- we did everything. we covered everything that we could uh, to make this uh, love story come to life and it's it's come out beautiful. It's one of my most beautiful videos that I've shot so far and uh, it's with a crew that i had no clue about i've never worked with them and i think it's all these uh you know experiences that uh, you know go with you like I will always remember this experience of shooting with people I didn't know anything about. You Usually you're like, you know, when I'm doing a video shoot, I want my crew, my hair and makeup people, my styling, the people I'm comfortable with, because I want to give my best. So I want all of that taken care of. But this time it was just, you know, with uh, strangers and we still came up with a beautiful product. And I feel it's one of my best till date.
0: Yeah. And you know, there's no you haven't overstyled it i mean like you said it's it's one of those songs where you just want to snuggle up with your loved one exactly so you've just got a couple of coats you know which is there for for colder weather and you, you're just snuggling up and only if it
1: wasn't there then i would be freezing <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> that
0: oh so this is paris in the winter oh my god yes yeah.
1: it was three it was three degrees when i was shooting. i can
0: imagine yeah and and the girls who were in your video it's not you're normally a one-woman man in your videos <laughs> not for you the hip-hop pool vibe but the up. 20,
1: <laughs> no actually there's a there's a there's a joke on me that I never get the girl at the end of the video this is the only video that I have I have the girl with me and we are in love and it's it's a complete love story so my fans usually are very angry that I don't get the girl and now they're happy but they're also sad that I got the girl so I don't know what, <laughs> what is the situation
0: <laughs> you just have to take whatever comes your way but yeah a- Emma the, the the girl I yeah. imagine she She's also French. Um, she's French,
1: yeah. And she's yeah. a singer too, actually. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, That's lovely.
1: A, she's a French singer. And, and uh, she must
0: have appreciated your song. I mean, it's so beautiful. Oh, I mean, I mean it honestly, goes across languages.
1: We, You know how it is on shoots, right? So when you sing, uh, when you're lip syncing, uh, the song is playing like 100 times a day. And she was like, this is stuck in my head. It's not just because it's playing so many times; it's just so beautiful. And and like she's she's French, and she didn't understand a lot of the words because they do sing in English, but it's a little you know uh, broken here and there. And uh, but she she was like, it sounds so beautiful. It's it's, I mean, music is music at the end of the day. You know, he, um, anyone from any part of the world is gonna connect. So um, I, I just uh, she was she was amazing in the video. I just felt like. I, I didn't even know that she could act that well because honestly, she was just one. I, I got a picture of her uh, a day prior to the shoot, and uh, you know, they sent me a couple of options, and I saw her picture, and I was like, she's perfect. I love her curly hair. I think it'll add to the whole, yeah. uh, uh, you know, aesthetic. And uh, I, I just chose. I mean, there was no clips of her to see, like, oh, how is she acting and stuff. And I was like, okay, I just hope that. We we're able to pull off the emotions that we want to do in the video. And she was a natural. She was she it looked like we were in love. Yeah.
0: And you know, if, if you contrast her with Brooke, who was there in the control video, who was just oh, feisty, was, feisty, yeah, feisty yeah, yeah, and sexy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, because that's what control required. I mean, it started off with a very way you make me feel kind of vibe. I remember yeah, seeing yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. opening shot of control going, Whoa, Armand's arrived. This is uh-huh. got a way you make me feel kind of set at this steamy girl walks out. So, you know, Brooke was right for control, but this one is is the home. One, I mean, it's just so beautiful, and 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 he looks so
1: similar to Brooke. Yeah, a lot of fans now have made this theory. And believe that you is probably a prequel to control. <laughs> <laughs> and that after getting in love, she starts controlling me and then she becomes this person. She becomes
0: this person. <laughs> but yeah, you know, your your YouTube note says that beautifully. It says it's a warm, fuzzy feeling, and that's what yeah. it is. So yeah. super job on that. I'm just gonna now look back at some at some of the other English tracks. You know, a matter of great pride for me. You were one of the earliest guys to get a massive, massive hoarding on Times Square. That must have felt really special when it first happened, man. I mean, to see that life-size cutout and I'm sure friends and cousins and fans from the U.S., must have kept sending you those pictures
1: honestly i'll 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 tell you which is i mean i i don't know how to describe it it was such a bittersweet feeling it happened on 20 24th or 25th of march that it was featured on on the billboard and we were in lockdown at that point of time and new york was completely locked down and there was not a single soul there so i would see i would say that you know it's I was the light shining in the dark and I, I was the light in the gloom. That's how yes. I took it. Honestly, I I just came back from New York when the, you know when the lockdown happened. I had just finished um you know having a team meeting with my label and saying, "Okay, Control is the next single we're putting out. We have a video for it. Let's go all guns blazing." And I was going to have a launch event of sorts in in India in Bombay, but obviously the COVID had its own plans. But I think it's it's such a great moment for indian artists and just uh, you know being up there and i was i was the first artist to get that billboard and uh, you know just to get that kind of uh, placement and recognition being an indian artist and my debut song is it, it was unreal i i have to thank the team at spotify i have to thank the team at uh, sony uh, international and india who all of us came together and made this project come to life i think uh, you know it's been a dream of mine to take india Indian artists, Indian music to, you know, heights that it's never gone before. And we've just entered the chat. I feel (laughs) there's a lot more, there's a lot more to achieve. And uh, yes, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing that, you know, I've gotten so much already in the start of my career, but I feel like there's so much more work to do to, um, you know, actually make that dent in a global scenario of things. Uh, I feel like we're just, we've just begun and I'll, I'm, I'm so happy that I'm, one of the artists that's leading it from the front
0: totally and i've seen some bts footage of control the making of the video and bobby yeah. and you the director seem to have a great vibe there man it just yeah. came across in the video also
1: yeah i mean honestly i didn't the same thing happened you know with with control i landed up in la and i had no clue who's going to shoot my music video i don't know how i have i have shot any of these music videos uh bobby meets me 2 days prior to the shoot and he explains this concept and i'm like dude i'm down i really love it and uh, i've seen a couple of his videos he's done some stuff uh, in the past for grace and chance and uh, you know some really cool artists and uh, i was like um, let's do this i really love the concept that you have and he had these you know really cool fluorescent neon lights happening set set up uh, you know in um, uh, we were outside of la and it was this barn uh, that uh, was rented for the shoot and uh it was all lit up with all these different crazy pinks and greens and neon vibe happening and i really loved that color i actually control platinum disc is right here mm. <laughs> behind me so yeah i mean honestly we had a great uh a great i had a great rapport with uh, with bobby and uh, I, I still remember the whole crew from that day and it was just phenomenal and I had dad with me as well dad was on the shoot he actually <laughs> he injured himself on the shoot I don't know what Ouch. he was doing mm. and it was it was bitter cold in LA and uh, usually it's never that that breezy and cold but it was really there was biting cold at that uh, on on this on that day on the set and uh I think he was um, he was he was on the India clock, so he fell asleep inside the trailer, and. Uh uh, I think he just fell down somewhere. And he wow. hurt his hand, and I'm like, "Do I handle dad or do I give a sh- good shot?" And what's happening? And dad's like, "No, forget about me. I'm doing my thing. You do your thing. <laughs> it's your debut video." But I had great memories, great great fun. Uh, I just hope travel opens up again. I can't wait to go back to uh, to the US and uh, just hang out there and just meet all all the amazing folks.
0: Yeah, and you, you made an announcement for a US tour in, in 2022 yes, this, this year, man.
1: this, this morning, yes.
0: Yeah, yes. so th- that means, you know, if all goes to plan, your fans in the US are going to get to see you. Are you going East Coast, West Coast? Do you have all uh, your that, cities that, worked that, out?
1: There's that, a whole schedule that, um, you know, I'm going to put out. Uh, there, there are all the major cities are going to be part of it. And yes, there's going to be a lot of East Coast, West Coast jumping <laughs> that's going to happen. But yeah, I'm super excited to just, just finally say that I'm touring again. You know, it's just that, that yeah. feeling of being at home for the last two years and now just saying that I'm back on the road uh, is just a great feeling. And uh, I just hope that we are able to execute it in May because, uh, you know, given the scenario right now, uh, it does seem possible but COVID, <laughs> but I'm super excited about it. Uh, I've announced it. I'm super happy uh, that, uh, you know, I'm I'm able to tour with uh, all these new English releases that I've had. And I, I think it'll be a really eclectic audience. Uh, uh, you know, there'll be a mix of people who follow my South Indian songs. There'll be people who, uh, who are my Bollywood, uh, uh, you know, fans. And then obviously it's all the English pop numbers and, um, it's it's going to be one hell of a party. So, yeah, I can't wait.
0: I'm just curious to know um, your song, some of your songs or most of your English material, at least, is Mastered by Dale Becker. Uh, yes. Uh, so I just want to know a little bit, you know, for example, when people say that they want slightly stripped down version they send it to the UK for mastering. Some people say that you know in the US if you want a hip hop kind of driving beat you go and master it there. I'm not a musician. I'm just asking you the question. So is this somebody that you you trust with your mastering how, how long have you been sending I, it to Dale for your mastering?
1: Honestly, uh, I blindly trust Dale. I think Dale wow. is one of the best mastering engineers I've ever worked with and he's just the sweetest guy. Uh, um, you know, he um, truly understands the song, the artist and the requirements. Uh, Amal has mastered his last two singles with Dale as well. Uh, after he saw my uh, songs mastered so well. lost uh, There was a Lost Stories remix of Control that I had sent uh, to Dale. And that was the first song that he mastered for me. And ever since, uh, uh, you know, Be Next to Me, How Many, uh, Barring Echo, Echo was uh, mastered by uh, Kashmir's team. Um, all my other songs have been mastered uh, by him and mixed by different people. Some have been mixed by the producers. This one has been mixed uh, uh, by um, an engineer called Yanni. I, 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 I think he's Greek. Uh, it's really cool that I'm getting to work with such amazing people all across the globe. And uh, they're, they're actually masters at what they do. And they're, they're actually mixing and mastering some of the best records coming out of US um uh, currently and internationally as well so yeah I'm, I'm blessed to be working with such people
0: for a boy who turns around and says that he loves edm collaborating with kashmir must have been manner from heaven man i mean oh my that God. is just echo is just edm pop at its best mm-hmm. i remember amal had a uh, had a uh, his own release out at that time. And I was doing an interview with him. And I was like in the middle of our, our interview talking about, I think it was Saina Nehwal's soundtrack or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, dude, that echo is something. And he's like, yeah, that echo is something. Just fabulous, you know. It must have been so great collaborating with Kashmir.
1: It was um, honestly something that I've always looked forward to. Um, Kashmir has got Indian roots. I'm sure you're aware yeah um and uh, he's he's always experimented with like indian tunes and indian flutes and instruments in his uh, in his uh, music and uh, i just love the way he does his edm i think it's so unique it's so punchy I, I I love I love that about it. there's there's so much punch there's so much grit in his uh, songs and um, doing a pop song with him I knew that it, it it's got to have this EDM tinge to it uh, especially you know those really big synths that come in on the drop so it's, it's just so euphoric I think it's just something that I want to play at Tomorrowland and go crazy with <laughs> all the fireworks. Uh, I remember uh, Rishab Joshi from uh, lost Stories, uh, you know, commenting on under the YouTube video saying, "This is the last fireworks track of the night. This is one of those tracks, you know, where you end the set with those songs." So yeah, it it just gives that feeling, and this, then obviously having Eric Nam on it, doing his thing. He's got a beautiful voice, and I love what he does in the K-pop space, and also his English stuff, and just three Asian dudes coming together and doing that thing. I, it was just, it was history also.
0: How many, again, is is one of those relationship songs that if you go through the lyric video and if you if you understand the meaning of it, it's something that a lot of us go through, you know, relationships which ebb and flow. How yeah. many times are you willing to try, give it a shot and things like that. And it resonated a lot, especially with all your young Armanians yeah. who, who yeah. really tripped over the, the lyric of it. And I noticed, I think for the first time, at least in your English singing career at that point in time, you uh, got Indians to direct the video. Shivan and Sunny, this this yeah. duo. And it turned out pretty cool. I, for one, just love the car in that video, man. Oh, what car yeah. is that? Is it a vintage car, retro it, car? It, I don't know. Man.
1: It is a, it, it's a vintage car, actually. It's a, uh, it's a Chevy. So uh, I, I think it's uh, it's crazy that we got... Chevy.
0: One. It looks like a Chevy Impala. I think it, it's a yeah, Chevy yeah, Impala.
1: It's, a, it's an Impala. Yeah, it's a Chevy Impala. So I don't know which year was it. Um, I think it's probably it's a proper retro car it's a vintage you know one of those cars that I, honestly i sat in it and i was like dude this is like a blast from the past and like you know the seats have those uh you know ribbed lining things happening yeah. and the uh, the steering wheel is so different very cool and i i, I just feel like the way that uh, the aesthetics of those of that video was just bang on and uh, i was I was a little hesitant shooting a video in Bombay, uh, given that the soundscape was so international. I was like, you know, I just hope I can, uh, you know, give it that visual that it deserves. And Shivan and Sunny, these two boys who have studied filmmaking in LA and have done a bunch of stuff in LA uh, before, just came up with this concept for the song and they presented an idea. And I was like, dude, you know what, let's do it uh and they've done a fine job I, I mean honestly it's it's up there with all my videos that i've shot internationally yeah. so um if if there's global work that has to come out it can come even from bombay in in india so uh, totally I, I just feel like you know you uh, we have this perception that you know great work only happens outside of india and that's yeah. wrong that's totally a wrong uh, it's it's a misconception and i'm so glad that i found the right team and the right minds to kind of like come together and give it that epicness and that, that aesthetic, that, An international and a global record
0: has You, the song is out on Arman Malik's YouTube channel Go check it out It's a beautiful video The songs are on all streaming services uh, Whether it's Spotify or Apple Music or uh, Geo Savan Whatever your streaming services You will find it Go give the song a lot of love Keep sharing it with friends, family And uh, make it a worldwide blockbuster That it deserves to be On that note Can we have you do you for us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All my friends Talk about the night we met Can't remember what I said But the better it wasn't cool I was close to death With you in that perfect dress Knowing that it's hard or head breaking all the rules Just like don't fall in love before I know your name
0: Holding
2: out hoping that you feel the same No, I've never been one for sounding cliché, but it's true All I do is think about you All I do is think about you. All I do is think about how your leap of faith made me put all my faith in you. So all I do is think about you.
0: Arman Malik, you think of beauty. Thank you, brother, for a wonderful chat. I thank can't you. tell you how, how much uh, this really elevated my spirit with everything that's happening around the world. And Omicron is music that can uh, that can heal the world along with all our medicines and vaccines. Thanks very much and stay safe and healthy.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love, Rishi. Always uh, a pleasure talking to you and it's it's been a journey and a half <laughs> with you. And uh, I hope that we continue to have these chats and hopefully we chat in person now next. Yes. Take care. Lots of love to all the listeners out there.